1: talent to make this shit up here's kev nash dj killer kev you can't make this up podcast kev nash dj killer kev 96 96 Pods, wow. ah, boy. Woo. Numbers on the board. Numbers yeah. on the board, man. Get close to that one double O. Woo, maybe we'll have that uh post meeting. Yeah. <laughs> we can keep talking. About. Right, yeah, for five <laughs> weeks straight. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that's this is gonna be our thing. We just gonna keep on talking about a hundred pod, and then once we get to the hundred, we're like, yeah, the 150 is gonna be yeah. crazy. We're we're gonna <laughs> we two professionals, we we'll gotta figure it out. Absolutely, <laughs> man. How was the week, man? Man, it was cool. Spring break for your boy. Oh, no college. Wild out in the crib. <laughs> Extra orange juice and bacon. Okay, so how's uh, spring break now as a father of three, husband, versus spring break fresh out of the military? Or during the military, yeah, for that yeah, matter.
0: Yeah, much different. Um, I, I uh, definitely chased the hottest party in the 300-mile radius that I was allowed to go. <laughs> Um, I spent time out in Dallas. who we went down to a lot, a lot of time in Texas when I was in the military, kicking it. But I think now for me, man, it's more so like recharge. Like, yeah. like I get to. I still I caught up on a couple assignments that I was that I was gonna just blow off, you know. So I was like, man, don't blow them off. This is your kids are at school, the baby sleep. Go ahead and get that work done. So caught up on some work, and then for me, it's just a, a more so like. Recharge and get ready for the second half of the school, cause I, cause I um, I know with with especially with, with my courses of computers, man, it's it's one thing like you don't want to miss a week at you, all. And I got I got a a special, hopefully something something real special I can share with y'all soon, but I can't share yet. But I got some, uh, I know I got a, a trip in April. I'm going down to Phoenix. Dope. So I'm already gonna be missing a little time in the second half. So I will buckle down, get it done during this spring break and recharge for these next few uh next few weeks of the semester
1: how does that work in the military like when y'all got like a weekend off do, can y'all go anywhere y'all heart desire as long as y'all are back before a certain time or do they be like hey now you got a, like you said a yeah. 300 mile radius I think, or I think it's, you can I think do it's whatever
0: 250 250 I think it is is the like when you're not on duty like you can you can go not on duty yeah you can go <laughs> 250 miles away from base without putting in a vacation or oh, okay. leave, but, as they call it. And that's it. because
1: of, like, if something pops yeah, off? Yeah, I think
0: it's more so just a safety thing. They don't want you being five, six hours away. Something happened, now you wall, You know, an AWOL can be, can be something that the unit can push hard on you, or they can push, they can kind of be like, you was just late. You know, we'll, we'll figure it out. But if... If you have been messing up if you've been that guy that's on that you know on the on the supervisor's list you right. know on your on your superior's list uh they can they can push that a wall on you hard so i definitely broke it a few times i mean i know <laughs> i know uh me and my boy up in cleveland um we uh found out like during just chit-chatting that he was from ohio and that he would spend some time at central and i was like yeah i definitely went to the homecomings and all that hung out out there a lot and uh homecoming was coming up and we we drove the fifteen hours from Oklahoma to Dayton on Woo! a four day weekend with no leave. So <laughs> if anything would have happened, you know we would have been stuck. But we just rolled the dice, and uh, those four day weekends is hard to pass up. Cause right, like, like Columbus Day or like those Monday holidays. A lot of military bases that have Friday off, okay. Saturday,
1: Sunday, and Monday. Right. So you and two hundred fifty miles ain't shit. No, because I just looked. Cleveland is only two hundred. 22 miles from here. Exactly.
0: So you only can really go. Dallas from where I was in Lawton, Oklahoma is about three hours. So uh, there's no Florida for you on uh, that it was, trip. It was Tulsa. It was, <laughs> it was Dallas. Um, you, could, you could go... Uh, Probably go a little farther than Dallas and not and, and, and be cool, but it wasn't like nobody was checking you,
1: right? Per you se. wasn't making it down to Houston though, <laughs> right? But you wasn't trying to go five
0: six hours away because yeah. because if something happened and you stuck, then you gonna be real stuck, so. right?
1: Because you never know, man. You never know with car trouble. Mm-hmm. It's that's one of those things, man. We had a situation at the station. I, th- I think we talked about it on a pod where the Hummer broke down, and you don't think about stuff like that. Like you think, like okay, I can get a flat, mm-hmm. I can. And that's the easy fix. You don't think about uh, a gear shifter breaking. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like something you can't fix yourself. That's something you have to get, take it to a shop that to fix. So, obviously, knock on mm -hmm. wood for any military people that's out there rolling the dice, so to speak. Uh, You know, you trying to make it back on that Monday where every mechanic (laughs) was closed and you stuck on the highway. Car,
0: <laughs> car car trouble never happens on Wednesday going to lunch, Mm-mm. you know what I'm saying? Like it's always when you're doing a little extra, yeah. bending the rules a little, <laughs> trying to trying to fit in a full schedule of personal life and work, you know whatever. Yeah. You know, it's all that, that's when those things happen for me anyways.
1: Going to the barbershop shop on on the on the clock. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. man, I need a cut. That's,
0: that's when the car trouble happens for me when I'm doing something that I probably either shouldn't have been doing or could have did without, you know. Oh, <laughs> that's when man. the car trouble happens for me.
1: So, my Friday was pretty cool, man. Lil Duval came through the oh, station. yeah, that's right. Dope. Dope. Yeah, man. Chopped it up with him, man. I always forget how tiny this dude is, man. man. This nigga <laughs> is small as... Fuck. Did you ask him about the sex dolls? <laughs> no, <laughs> man. No, man. You know, he was so damn high. I mean, you know, it was kind of like... One, like, they were super late. Uh, Well, not they weren't late. They just were later than normal. Normally, the funny bone people get here about noon mm-hmm. we chop it up do the interview play it back probably like about one o'clock 1 30 or something like that he didn't even get to the station until three o'clock so <laughs> my show was over for the day so i just plugged it in for my saturday show so he had more stuff to do so we just chopped it up real quick but uh you know turned that into like a mini date night with the wife mm-hmm. hit up cheesecake factory went to the show he tore it down mm-hmm. There was some funny things that happened during the show that shall go unnamed at yeah. this moment. Maybe I'll talk about it at a later date. DM us
0: for details. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if you really want to know what happened with a
1: certain somebody, you probably already heard about it on Facebook. Right. No, in this city. <laughs> right. But anyway, he killed it. So, you know, I got to work the club right after. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? Me and the wife say our goodbyes. I'm like, yo, see you in a couple hours. I'll be home. So I'm headed to the club. I make a pit stop at UDF. I'm like mm, feeling like ice cream because I've been working out twice a day, twice a day this week. Mm. Like yo, two getting a days, up two get, a days. Getting, getting up at in. five a.m. Getting my cardio in. Mm. Then after work, getting my weight training in. Like kind of like almost intermittent fasting. Like yo. Really stopping my eating at a certain time, yeah. heavy water intake. I'm like, yo, cheat day. I already went to the cheesecake <laughs> factory. Already had two beers. I'm feeling frisky. Let me get some ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> so I had some ice cream, and then on the drive home, my stomach said, "Nigga, is you tripping?" Yo, that's a thing when you get older, bro. <laughs> me and my
0: wife was talking about that just yesterday, bro. That's a thing. Like the I I can remember being. A, sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. I can remember being a kid. And like getting off the bus, and I live in a Circle Plat. So when I started coming around the circle, when I could like visually see my house, I would have to sprint because I would have to use the bathroom. Yeah. So like now, when that happens to me as an adult, that window of like I can hold it for a minute, that window is is is, is closing <laughs> rapidly. Yeah, <laughs> rapidly. It's like that's shit, that's just a thing. I, I see why old people got the the, the pins. Yeah, them. man.
1: I get it. Yeah, I man. Get it. I see where this is going. You yeah, know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is not this is not a good look. So basically, you know, I'm a petty person and it ain't nothing for me to cut something off. Like I haven't had, I had a bad experience customer service wise at Burger King probably like five years ago. Haven't had Burger King in five years Mm -hmm. because I'm petty like that. (laughs) Had a recent bad experience, not customer service, just food wise at McDonald's. Really ain't fucking McDonald's like that no more. Yeah, they do too much changes too. They're yeah, like, yeah it, it, it ain't the it same. same. You know, the fries ain't right no yeah. more. Uh, already don't drink milk. Uh, very rarely I have milk, like a little splash on the cereal. Yeah. That's about it. Me and ice cream didn't had our final day, bro. Uh March 9th two thousand eighteen. <laughs> March 9th huh? March two thousand eighteen was the last day I've ever gonna have ice cream in my life. Wow. I, I hope it was good because, dude, because
0: that makes it worse when you're going to the club. Yeah, no, I was uh,
1: at the club. I was fine. All it, to was, my home. It, was the, it was the ride home. My stomach said, yeah. "I was like, whoa, what is going on?" But so back and no, no shit, no, no shit, dog. <laughs> <laughs> no joke, man. I was out of commission all day yesterday, <laughs> literally. The wife had a fundraiser, uh, both for kids' sake. Uh, she works for Big Brothers Big Sisters. They raise a ton of money. Like she's the head of the fundraiser for this. She always does a great job for that. And I always like to try to go out support her. Like, hey, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So if, not even I, if I'm not just gonna work it or whatever, I just show, show some support for my lady because she always support me yeah. and my stuff. She
0: always comes. I always see her yeah. at the Hot One Two Nine events. So.
1: Yeah, <laughs> my stomach was on all fucking day until it dawned on me it's like yeah it's probably the ice cream but it was more likely you had like three brews at the comedy show (laughs) and your dumb ass decided to get some ice cream right and combine those two which (laughs) caused you to be in the fetal position for about 16 hours yesterday yeah
0: so that's, yeah that's all included in my price by the way
1: all that stuff because because
0: like when people ask me why well, I charge that well, I, I charge 100 an hour that's just you know that's just what it's been the price but, is the price but the reason why is because like I will I will you know deviate my whole day because of that like to have to use the bathroom as a DJ uh huh there, there's no quick shit to go take <laughs> and most of the times you don't want to do it at that at that you know most club bathrooms ain't like a comfortable sitting atmosphere <laughs> so even even weddings or set, like even the whole just just doing it in public like that. yeah so like i might i might eat at two try to get that one at about five six and then i'll just wait till i get home to consume anything else you know what i'm saying like i will change my whole lifestyle yeah. for this event so it's like that's all included in the price that's man. how i am on vacation <laughs>
1: too man all like included. i'm not a, a one i'm i'm a very picky eater anyway and I don't, like, if I try something, I always like to try it when I'm near the house. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so this last time we was in Vegas, it was, you know, chicken sandwiches, <laughs> french fries. It's, it's, we're going to keep it real bland around this joint, yeah. man. <laughs> when we was in Miami, it real chicken fingers. Like, what well, are you here, a kid? Why are you eating chicken fingers? <laughs> because I know my stomach, dude. <laughs> right. So this NY trip, you want to go to New York, you want to experience the restaurant. Yeah. So I'm trying to Google restaurants that's near the hotel like all right check this out we can we can go here but is this spot in brooklyn i want to go to brooklyn is about an hour away from the manhattan no 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 We're not gonna be eating
0: there and i was looking into that because we're we're uh you know the the 10 year this is our 10 year so we're looking at some trips so we're talking about new york because my wife loves it i was just reading some stuff man things you don't even think about like Crossing a certain bridge might cost $25 yeah. or parking might cost $20, $25 just to go park at a, you know, to be by the, on the street, yeah. you know, like it's really a lot of subways and walking if you're trying to, you know, not spend a lot of money on, on miscellaneous things. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: why I was like, we did one of those trip advisory things. How much money do you take for a trip to New York for mm-hmm. three days, whatever, whatever? I was like, yeah, you might want that $1,500. I'm like, damn. We, I was told her. I was like, we should have went back to Vegas, shit. Because right. <laughs> like, that's,
0: that's what it would be. You like, you look at the, the expense of it, and it's like, <laughs> man, I could spend that on an all-inclusive and still have some change. Yeah, <laughs> but we've
1: never been to NY. Got to so go once. Got to go. Got to go as a dope, man. So I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, so it spend my Saturday in the fetal. <laughs> I ain't eat nothing. My wife brought me some crackers and some, uh, some Powerade. And I feel mm-hmm. a lot better. I'm feeling a lot better today. So yeah. yeah, man, it's amazing. Like I'm not one of those people that be like, like oh, back in my day this, back in my day that, or whatever. But you know, there is something about like getting older that I recognize with food mm-hmm. and like. I really don't get about that about too many other things. Like people like, oh man, I'm old, I can't move. Like I still feel young. I still feel full of energy. I feel like I can do a lot of things. Yeah, I may need a little little nap right. to get there. But <laughs> exactly. you know. But when it comes to this food game, dog, I'm I'm not <laughs> fucking with it no more, man. My wife she been me laughing. Me and dairy at, ain't
0: popping. She been laughing at me because I got my little golf stick that I have around the house. It no, oh, no there's no club head on it. Just the actual like grip and the stick ready. of it. But I'm like doing the swinging around, messing around, and I'm like I'm excited to play golf this year because of my weight loss. Ah, this will be my first golf season where I've been. You know, I dropped even even from last golf season to this golf season. I probably dropped 50 of it. You know, hey. so so even just to have that off. And just being able to be a little more flexible, a little more energetic, you know, and, like, I'm excited about the golf year. So she's been laughing at me because I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to go have this salad. I'm gonna, trying to <laughs> trying to eat right. trying to Because I have fell off a little bit on my working out. Like, I probably took, like, a good solid month and just did, like, push-ups around the house, but I didn't go to the gym. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a mental thing for me. Like, everybody complains about the whole, like, beginning of the year, how the gym be packed. Yeah. And for me, it's just, like, when I go to workout, I don't want no other distraction. I yeah. just want to go and do me. Yeah. So like, I'll pick the 11 p.m. workout or the 4 a.m. workout. You know, I'll try to beat the beat the interaction of people. Yeah. You know, and just get it done. But I haven't with school and life and everything else. I just like. Plus, when it's cold, it's hard for me to go put on because I like to do the sauna and swim. So uh-huh. then I gotta I gotta cool off. Otherwise, the car fogged up when I get in, and I still gonna be <laughs> out there cold. So. Definitely got to get back to it, but I'm I'm excited about the work this year. I'm going to put it on that golf course. If you want
1: some, come get some. How about that? (laughs) Yeah, man, you'd be surprised, man. I've noticed, like, I've been really doing the morning workouts or whatever and trying to stick to them afternoon workouts, but the morning workout warriors are older people Mm -hmm. and those, like, dudes that's, like, really into it. Yeah. Like, it's the same people, like, you know, when you go in the afternoon, you see a new flock of people like the New Year's Resolutioners yeah. or whatever. But them, it's the same people. It's the same, like, about 15, 20 people in there at mm-hmm. 5 a.m., and you know what? I salute him because it's times where I go for like two weeks straight and then I be like, man, I went for two weeks straight. I need a week off. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Cause, Cause for me too, the competitive spirit I have, like that becomes a thing. It's like I know that old man gonna be in there at yeah. 10, 10, 30, 11 o'clock. So I'm going just to show faith. Make sure he see yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You know too. I'm here too. Bro. <laughs> I'm <laughs> here too. <laughs> we both working on it, not just you.
1: Absolutely. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> you speak about working out, man. Shouts out to my high school homie, Wayne McPherson, man. I know he rocks with the pod, man. He's dropped, like, I want to say, like, 60 pounds I don't dope, know, dope, dope. since, like, September. Like, he's on it, dog. Yeah. So I salute him, man. And uh, he finally posted a pic, something along those lines of uh, I finally built up enough courage to uh, reveal my before and after. And, like, yo, he didn't drop some major pounds, man. And uh, I salute him, man. So shout out to the homie Wayne McPherson. He was a uh, two forty seven. Mm-hmm. Now he's a uh, two oh five. Wow! So he's out here getting it, man. So yeah. uh, that's some that's some work, man. I yeah, that's Luke a, has definitely reaching that goals, especially you and my homie Wayne McPherson. Man. Yeah,
0: man it's it's really a it's really a, a a good feeling. I know now, like when I post pictures, like I had a weekend with my daughter for her birthday's tomorrow, but we celebrate this weekend. How old is she now? She'll be nine. A- woo! The middle kid turning nine, so <laughs> but we uh had went skating and did all that. And I'm I put on the skates and I skated a little bit. Where'd y'all go? Vandalia. Okay. And uh but just uh when I post pictures now, like the the kind the what the, the picture is for, the comments be, <laughs> You're looking good, Cam. I see you. You look so it's like I know my body's changing and I know people are starting to see that. So that's always a good every single one of those likes for a person that struggled with that, it's just that that another week, another two weeks, you know, Dope, So, so yeah, I love it. So appreciate all the support. Anybody that's doing that, man, I appreciate you. And uh, keep, keep pushing,
1: keep, keep pushing, keep pushing. But uh, my alma mater, oh, the right stay writers. the riley Raiders, woo, we dancing, we, we dancing, dance. we dancing. Look, man, for a school like that, a small school, a mid major, yeah the goal is to make the tournament yeah. the goal isn't like for a Duke or North Carolina Syracuse those schools their goal Kentucky is to make the final Four and yeah. some of those is to to win the championship yeah. if it's they don't win the championship chip it's bust, a, it's yeah. a chip, it's a bus <laughs> like you know it's levels to it it's like you know but for us to make the tournament goal accomplished yeah Like, honestly, maybe even playing a postseason tournament, like if Wright State was to lose that uh, championship game in the Horizon League, them going to the NIT is still a successful season. Mm -hmm. But for them to go to the tournament, the round of 68, no, they're not going to win the championship. We already know that going in. But for them to make it and literally have an opportunity, and that's all you ever ask for in life, an opportunity, To play for the championship. Because you know what? The teams like my beloved Syracuse Orange, who will not be making the dance this <laughs> yeah. year, are going to play in the NIT. Y'all don't have a chance to win the championship. Right. But these teams do have a chance to win no the championship. What. No matter what. No matter what who they play, if they get Duke in the first round and lose by 100 points. Right. Teaser done with less, though. It don't matter. <laughs> they had a chance to play for the, the chip, and y'all didn't. So, mm-hmm. it's it's an honor I'm super happy for those dudes. I'm super happy for the coaches. I'm super happy for the administration, man. I'm just super happy and proud that they made it, man. And I ain't going to front, man. I thought they was going to smoke it because they smoked it the last two chances they had to make it to the championship. And they were basically in that same position where they're markedly better than that other team. But the pressure got to them and they end up losing. But not this time. They came out. They balled. Ben Zinger hits some threes. Yeah. The big man, Love, is a horse down there. He yeah. just grabs every rebound. And the young boys out there running the floor. I'm got super a top, happy. What's the, what's I'm the, what's super the freshman?
0: uh, uh Hall. Big, Yeah, yeah. I, think, uh, I think, love, 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 love. That's something I love. love, about love.
1: He's a horse inside. Nice. He's a horse. I, there,
0: there was an NBA game on. I was watching, but I was going back and forth. And every time I turned back, I'm just seeing Rice Day put buckets up. I'm like. They just pretty much it was a solid game.
1: Solid game, I'm like, man. They about to go. They about to go. They going. They best
0: bet though is get that UD ticket. That first <laughs> four. That's their best bet. <laughs> nah, no, keep, man. Keep, keep the home. Keep the home love. Now, man.
1: Hey, you know what? <laughs> you and the homie Justin Kenner believe the same thing. Shouts <laughs> out to the homie Justin Kenner, host of Sports Talk with uh, Kenner and Slimmer on fourteen ten. He wants them to play in the first four for one reason and one reason only. The- because they can. Play a UD Arena. Well, not one reason. Multiple reasons. They play a UD Arena since UD scared to play right, State. Yeah, I'll put that out there. Uh, Two, they will have a markedly greater home advantage. And three, they actually will have a chance of winning a game. I agree with all that, but I want them to go get their teeth kicked in by... A number two, number three. Yeah, (laughs) I want them to play Michigan State and lose by 100 points. Who cares, man? The point is they made it. So where you got them seated probably I got them like a 15. that's what I was thinking 15. if 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 they if they feeling frisky maybe a 14 you know depend on, on how how uh... might get that 14. yeah <laughs> I mean they did beat Georgia Tech at Georgia Tech this year okay so I mean they might they might get a 14. That 15
0: 2 sound right though i don't know
1: they're gonna get freaking they're probably gonna end up getting like purdue and Purdue got two seven-footers in the starting lineup. Mm. And Love is only about 6'5". That's why I said that.
0: They want, they want that first
1: four against, goddammit, it or... Yeah, dog. smoke them niggas. <laughs> so they, they, want, they want that
0: shit, I'm telling you. That's the best thing that can happen no, in the right state. Let's get go, that, baby. Get that 16. <laughs> go ahead and play
1: uh, uh, Virginia in the second round. Yeah, man. Yikes. That's who I don't want them to play. God, yeah, that would be... Oh, man, I don't want that to happen, at least. Because Virginia is so boring anyway. Right. it be a super boring man. <laughs> at, least, at least you're going to get blown out. Get blown out in style while dudes are getting their dunks on. But Rice State, we proud of y'all. Make sure y'all support them, man. Yeah, Turn your TVs
0: man. on. Wear your, wear your green. Oh, you
1: already know what's going down, man. Proud
0: of, the, proud of the area. man. That's I think, what was the last time? 97? uh Yeah, 06. 06. 06 who's, or 07. Who was the big guy they had from Rice State that went to the league?
1: Uh, Valley. It was like Potpinko. a pinko.
0: Yeah, there we go. Hot a, pinko, baby. I get him and Wally Zerbiak switched up in schools because of, of the yeah. unfrequency un- of it happening, yeah. you know. But Wally Z, yeah, definitely proud of the Rice State Raiders. Man, they did a good, had a great season, even with the whole all um a um, uh, all-star uh, yeah. leave and the whole switch up.
1: Coach, man, they had a lot of things going on. Yeah. Man, all-star went to be together. Uh, with the Illinois. Um, the one kid had a yeah very tragic accident. Mm-hmm. Um, doing what
0: I used to do all the time party at Miami partying
1: like (laughs) a rock star and then another one of the kids got kicked off the team for allegedly getting his uh pushing on uh, uh, allegedly. allegedly I don't know yeah, yeah. I don't know nothing yeah. about nothing I you just, can read about it yeah. in the paper <laughs> just work at a radio station you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Alleg- that's why I said allegedly. I, I don't know nothing about we're nothing right. <laughs> we're proud of y'all though right state for sure absolutely but more hoops talk man man
0: this one this one really <laughs> is deep
1: <laughs> you got you got the in- intel on this
0: man what, so, what happened so the um Ohio High School Athletic Association OSHA with the, I'm sure some of y'all have heard, if y'all follow sports, the uh, Dunbar situation where they supposedly played, or they had a fight. JV. A, uh JV fight during a JV game, and people left the bench. Supposed to be some suspensions that weren't served. Um, that's been a little back and forth of if he did or did not serve. And uh, they, they basically took them out of the high school tournament and put them back in. Yeah. All before the next game. So it was a lot of flipping between them, and uh, was it Belmont? Uh, not Thurgood. 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 They were supposed to play, then they wasn't. But the the kicker of it all, you go through all that, you finally get to play, and then the video comes out <laughs> where they are supposedly scored only six points in the third quarter. Yeah, and then the entire fourth quarter, for ninety percent of it, was holding the ball at the top of the you know half court circle.
1: The classic four corners offense.
0: And it's and it's really, some people think it's a good coaching move. Some people <laughs> think it's, you know, they're going to be in that zone. And we
1: ain't got no shooters. <laughs> Let's just hold this ball. We make them defend us. Because for those that don't know, man, there is no shot clock in High school basketball, yeah. at least in the state of Ohio, there isn't. So it's it's definitely not a, a fan favorite
0: strategy because I saw a lot of complaints of man, I paid to park and you hear heckling and hollering <laughs> throughout the whole video. But I mean, they literally held the ball, and then I guess like the last what minute started getting to some basketball and won by a point. You know, it was like 26, 24 or something crazy. Yikes! They just been in a lot of a lot of situations, man, and it's it's coming down to where. You know, somebody gonna have to get get the get it all back under control, man. It's,
1: Where do you come down on it?
0: I think I think that I think that they just kind of get when when uh, pulling left. Yeah, I think that kind of just you know, being an outsider, I'm definitely don't have no connections to Dunbar or, or any other story. So this is all just from newspapers and opinion, by the way. But um, just my disclaimer. <laughs> I think that I think that when he left it kind of shook up the whole atmosphere there. And I think now with some of the – there's always been that two or three players maybe that you really want, but they they struggle with keeping school first. Yeah. So you all had that borderline academic or borderline behavior, something that's keeping that person from just being on the team and being a part of it. When you had that happening year after year after year, somebody like Coach Pullen should have a good concept of what it would take to keep this – go and make sure he's successful you know right I think I think when you start falling off on that end on the on the on the leadership end yeah it really it really trickles down to the to the you know the ground troops you know like the the, the players so, right so it really just it's gonna be it's really gonna be in court man they've already gone to court once to get back into play and now they're talking and people want ads fired and they want coaches fired and they want Ohio, uh, even people want some people from the committee because they've really been feeling like this has been directed just at a few people and they're not letting it go. They're pushing, trying to get something to happen. They want they want Dayton Dunbar to suffer. You know, that's how how
1: things Well, that's how things work. Yeah, exactly. When when you're a constant offender of rules. Mm -hmm. They get a stick up their ass and they look they're looking. Yeah,
0: they want to find something
1: to say you did something wrong. Right. So you can't be mad at the organization that you are a part of. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have sports. Exactly. They don't have to sanction you to have your athletic program. Mm-hmm. They could be assholes and shut the whole thing
0: down. And that would affect so many other yeah. things. But something like that in this situation could be needed.
1: Yeah. You I, know? I, so I, I wholeheartedly <laughs> agree. Like so, I, I don't... I don't First and foremost, I don't want it for the kids. Exactly. The senior because the
0: senior that's coming up and yeah. could maybe go play anywhere, any type of opportunity to confer your education on someone else's dime and that being taken away from you because of poor leadership and poor poor adulting. You exactly. know what I'm saying? That's what I've hurt from.
1: It's it's the adults, man. And I know some of the coaches, not like know no, but I know of them and I've interviewed them a couple times at the uh of the football team. I mean, you had the situation where they threw the game. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, you can't do that, dog. Yeah. You can't do that. Those type of things are blatantly wrong. And it, it's, it's it's a bad look as, on you as a coach, and you're supposed to be the leaders of young men, and then you're literally asking your kids to actually give up. Like, we look at... We look at tanking in the NBA. This is it. a totally different concept. It These is. kids are still learning the game and learning what it takes to win and learning how to win. Mm-hmm. And you, if you just give away the game, like it don't matter. No, it matters. Yeah. It matters that the learning, the morale, the, the everything. And then, furthermore, like yes, it's a fight. Do I think they should have been kicked out of the tournament? And eh, that's up for debate. Yeah, but. I really don't have a big problem with them running the four corners offense because I've seen it time and time, and time again again. Yeah. I mean how many teams
0: bring that against a fast paced team that you knew?
1: Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That 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 <laughs> would Coming that would happen to actually happen to my high school before. Yep. Mine too. Our high school, when I was in high school, Cleveland Heights, for the nineties, basically from the, the whole nineties period, we we're one of the most dominant teams in the state, not even just northeast Ohio. Them boys was super. They're good now, but mm-hmm. they were the shit. Yeah, and they will get to the state tournament. They will roll teams from Cleveland, roll teams from here, roll teams from there, and they will run to a a quote unquote white team mm-hmm. that would slow the pace down, have that have a good ball handler, yeah. be able to avoid Top the of pressure, key back and forth, for and play four corners and, and frustrate the <laughs> frustrate them. And take us out of our game or whatever. And that's a great coaching job. Yeah. And that's a great execution by those players to take us out of our game, take us out of our comfort zone and win the game and pull the quote-unquote upset. If a quote-unquote black team does it to a white team, everybody gets their panties in a bunch. Right. Like, I'm not going to buy the whole thing about, oh, they didn't practice all week. Look, man. These motherfuckers play basketball. It's basketball. It's basketball. It's high man. school basketball. Yeah, dude. Say the <laughs> fucking NBA Finals, dog. <laughs> right. So, but if I I've heard a rumor that it was done on purpose to cause this upstart. Mm-hmm. Upstart. You and know that, what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: And and that could be. I mean, just if you look at the history of just what's happened in the last few years at Dunbar, there's been controversy has not been too far away from them in different sports. We've seen it, like you said, in football. Now here, I think, I think some of that stuff could be
1: internally, like us against the world. Let's just, yeah, let's just heat it up some more. Let's just heat it up some more. <laughs> right, and, and you know what? That's that. That's just as my as my dude Kelly would say. My dude Kelly Jackson would say, "That's some nigga shit, man." Yeah, <laughs> just go out there and play some ball, man. Cause you imagine what would happen if if OSHA decided, like, yeah, y'all can't play no more varsity sports. Thurgood will be calling all them kids. Mm-hmm. You know Wayne would be like, mm-hmm. "Hey,
0: <laughs> try getting get a few. Don't, don't try to get a couple."
1: <laughs> Centerville will be down there. The homie PK Sam will be down there mm-hmm. recruiting some kids. Man, it'll just be a ton of it. Yeah, it would. And then and then you're gonna have one well, one thing too, man.
0: That sports connects kids. To get them off the street. Yes, sir. So when you have something like that that could happen, you people seem to not forget, but maybe just overlook the thought of they also growing up in the city that's number one for opiates right now. Yeah, man. They're growing up in the city that, you know, believe it or not, there's gangs and cliques that don't like each other. Back. And there's a lot of young people that's trying to figure out life and trying to figure out what they want and how they want it. And so all that's going on, too. And then when you add more bodies— as far as people to the streets versus extracurricular in school right. like that's where i found my peace in my most probably the happiest times of my life was being in high school or even even just in sports and not being running around going to the store trying to see how many twinkies i can pocket you know what, <laughs> what i'm saying so so i definitely don't want that to happen for Dunbar. and i think i think it just really need to come down to remember why you're there remember what you're there for and ultimately man it's the, the care about the care about the
1: kids, man. Care about the kids, about man. The they, they the following right thing, you. Man. they following you. Absolutely, man. Poor leadership. They gotta fix that, man. Yeah. And you know who got bad leadership? Odell Beckham Jr. Mm. <laughs> Odell. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> but let's rewind a little bit. Let's take yeah. a step back. Mike, you follow Tons of NFL. Yeah. Mr. DraftKings. Oh yeah. Tigers <laughs> on the night too. <laughs> Mike Evans, receiver from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he just signed a contract guaranteed $53 million or whatever. Mm. Whew. Mm-hmm. Mm. Give me chills. Guaranteed money. Obviously, Odell Beckham is better than him. Odell yeah. Beckham is one of the top three. New York's hit a
0: lick on his rookie contract. They've hit a lick. Looking like
1: a <laughs> lick. Uh, so he's negotiating, trying to get a new year, new deal. He said he wants $20 million a season. season. mm he want LeBron numbers. Mm. Mm. It was all good until footage released by somebody. Right. Of him smoking a cigar. You know, Hey, ain't nothing illegal against a cigar. Right. Long as it's a cigar. Long as it's a cigar. <laughs> but a white, powdery substance with lines were also in this little eight-second video. Mm-hmm. You got to do better. You got, got to, to be more careful. You know.
0: <laughs> you got you to know? be more careful, especially. That's the stuff that just like ah, uh, like you ain't. You're not throwing away that seven fifty from McDonald's, bro. Mm-mm. You're not throwing away that forty k in Dayton, Ohio, Mm-mm. bro. You're not throwing away that seventy k job that you're living good in Dayton. Uh-huh. You're throwing away millions of dollars, Thomas, bro, for. Poor adulting. That's that's the word. That might be the title for this one. Poor adulting. Poor adulting, bro. <laughs> Poor adulting, man. It's it's, it's 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 just it's just terrible, man. And, and and I hate to put that on people because they still people. Yeah. And I know I was struggle with things. Like okay, so we talk about I love DraftKings. Yeah. If I had twenty million dollars coming to me a year, I might have a couple grand on DraftKings. You know what I'm saying? Like, I might be a little out of control with my with my money for a moment. Or I might do this or that or third. But ultimately, man, you got to have good people and people that care about you, especially when you're in that type of situation when you're making that kind of money. Because you want to kick it and have a good time because you miss doing some of the things you've done in life yeah. because you maybe can't do it as much because of your stature. It ain't worth the miss. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't missing too much I'm sure that night of whatever you did wasn't wasn't where you want to be in twenty years. You might just had a, you know, lapse in judgment. But damn it, you can't do that on the contract year, brother.
1: At all, man. <laughs> I mean, and it goes beyond that, man. It goes to yeah. really nowadays, about to sound like old men, <laughs> but uh dudes really just snitching on itself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I remember. I remember this very vividly, man. Like I said, my brother is six years older than me. So I'm probably about seven. My bro goes out way (laughs) past curfew. It's a Saturday. Summer in the city. My mom works the third shift. Goes out. Zach words. Hey, if mommy call, don't tell her I left the house. Tell her I'm asleep. Little bro, I got you. <laughs> and I learned at that age, man, we have a no snitching policy. <laughs> right. You don't snitch. Right. You don't snitch on your bro. You don't snitch on your homies. And you show sure don't snitch on yourself. You sure this don't. is self-snitching, dog. Yeah, this is what's going on, dude. Yeah. We got dudes. You know, yeah, okay, <laughs> if you're smoking weed on camera, it's not the end of the world. But if you got the booger sugar, that's very detrimental. Yeah. You got dudes out here making threats to judges on Facebook. You, did you see yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so people that's not familiar, man, these kids, and they were kids, they're all, well, all but one is mm-hmm. under the age of 18. Um went to the Wood. Went to the Then went to Springfield. Then went to Springfield. Football mm-hmm, player yeah. was getting some looks for uh some football. Won't be getting that anymore. Nope. Uh, but they robbed a uh, AT&T store. Mm-hmm.
0: And possibly, because it happened in Springfield by a group of kids. Yeah. And then it happened in Huber Heights. Yeah. So if they try to connect the two, you just got
1: double the problems. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. They're going to connect those dots. Oh, yeah. So, and now with, like, no handguns, these dudes coming in there with AKs. And, and emptied and, out uh, the safe. Empty out the safe. Yikes. Yeah. So. <laughs> You know, and then you got somebody talking about they gonna get the judge. You really think they're not looking at that? Yeah. Like social media is, is where it's at. <laughs> See, I find it like
0: the way my brain works when I hear these stories. I feel like the twenty five to twenty five to forty age bracket, they maybe twenty five, maybe thirty to forty, but they remember life without technology. They, mm-hmm. re- they remember growing up and having to make decisions. Of, you know, do I tell, do I not tell, do I whatever that may be, but it didn't have to involve the pressure of a hundred likes or right. or viral or whatever. So growing up like that for a period of time, and then now you fast forward twenty eighteen where, you know, if if LeBron breaks his ankle, the world knows within an hour. Yeah. The world. Like not just the city, the state, the country, the world. Don't be at
1: the movies. Yeah, the world (laughs) and you turn your phone back on in the movies.
0: (laughs) So with, with with the world being like that, I think you fall into the place of like you remember how it was, or you think that you can do certain things and you don't remember or even try to think about, you know, who has a camera, who has this. Like when you see the the Kevin Hart's and the comedians take your phone. Yeah, like that's really a thing because they make their money on ha ha ha. Yeah. So if everybody's already ha ha ha, at the joke. People don't really care to see it as much. So all that just how that, how the world is for me. That's where I think about when 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 I hear these stories is is people get caught up in like maybe the way it was or haven't adjusted to the change or haven't thought about the change and they get behind and then now you. Find yourself just comfortable with people that got phones and cameras and don't have your best interest in, on they At
1: you all. know on their mind. So. It's crazy, man, because he's still gonna get paid though. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> but he he, he, he got to deal with this though. Yeah, it's it's, it's just something that you don't want to have to deal mm-hmm. with and just pressure of uh, the media asked about something. it and then the general managers asked about it and just got your teammates got to answer questions mm-hmm. about it. You got to come up with a good lie. Right. <laughs> or spend eight weeks and go to rehab. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And if anybody has ever told a lie, you know you got to remember that lie forever. It's harder. <laughs> it's harder to remember the lie than to tell the truth. Yeah, man. True. We, I'm sure we've all been there oh, with yeah. that, man. I'm teaching so,
0: my 10-year-old that right now.
1: Yikes. <laughs> yikes, man. But uh, style with the... Self snitching, man. Lot to just 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 relax with it. I really like you said, man, it's it's the whole thing about people literally growing up with social media. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I got a a homeboy where like he basically went live for the birth of his son. Like, yo. That's what I'm saying. Like like, you can't you have that moment between everybody wants to share your lady and your newborn and y'all have that together, like take a step back <laughs> right. enjoy life for a minute and enjoy that situation like everything has to be posted now i understand like like you said with those kevin Hart's and shoot Jamel hills mm-hmm. like yo those people like they get paid to be posting things yeah. they get paid to with your flat tummy team people i exactly. mean hey, I, i'm <laughs> more power to you if you're getting that check you're getting that check right but some of that stuff you know privacy is real like sometimes privacy is needed you know what i'm saying for yourself
0: people want to share but then they they want to be they want to be private like i hate the i hate the flip like you want you want to share you want to share but then when everybody knows something about you, Right on out their business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody always in my shit. You
1: know, like, no, you hit that motherfucking post button. <laughs> that was the problem. Fact that was the though, problem. Facto, <laughs> facto, man. It's time for hip, revisit some hip-hop, oh, man. Oh,
0: fair part of the segment. Favorite yeah, part man. Of the segment.
1: Obviously, this past Friday was March 9th. Yeah. 21 years ago, we lost the Notorious B.I.G. Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls is the illest B.I.G. Christopher <laughs> Wallace. Check. Mm. And this was the easiest hip hop revisited of all time for me because you know why I listen to this album <laughs> like at least twice a week. Absolutely. Like, there's no bullshit to that. There's something there. There's a song
0: that I hear monthly for sure.
1: Man, Minimal. listen, listen, man. That <laughs> album is so crazy. Obviously, it's Life After Death. Big double disc. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it's the best double Diss of all time.
0: Yeah, I. It's hard to argue. <laughs> hard to argue. I mean, number one and number two is all you really even start the argument. All you can't find two two more genuine songs than "Hitting the Ties," the "Notorious
1: Thugs." Let me rewind this, man. <laughs> Let me rewind this real quick. So I'm a senior in high school when this album comes mm, out this thing got some heat on i'm just looking yeah at man it. <laughs> i'm a senior in high school when this album drop well when biggie is murdered and then when the album dropped it's the only thing played basically from march until i got to right state in the fall like i basically played it non-stop <laughs> non-fucking-stop because i mean it's just greatness I mean, bonafide greatness, lyricism, storytelling, beats are crazy. Mm-hmm. Party songs are crazy. He got the gangster shit on a lot. I think there's probably only like two songs that's like skip worthy. Let me double I'm looking, check. Yeah, it's. Um, let, me mean, let me see. 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 Shots out Al I mean, those. let me just, let me just, I got to just do this. Go ahead, brother.
0: Hold on. Let me get. Okay. So we got, here we go. We got Life After Death. Somebody that, Gotta Die Hidden Ties. Kicking ding, the dough, ding, fucking ding, you tonight. Last Day. Ding, kiss
1: I, spits on there. I love The dough. I always love that song. What's Beef? Absolute classic. No
0: Money, No Problem. Classic. Niggas Bleed. I got One a story of the greatest story
1: rhymes yes. of all time. I Got a story to tell. Uh, another great story. Victoria
0: Thugs. Greatness. Missing You. Another featuring Little That Kim. is the
1: only song that's skippable. Going back to
0: Cali, ten crack command. Yeah,
1: this is skippable. Yes. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's that's uh, I never listened to that song.
0: Nah, I mean this when you when you look at this this, you have to consider this as the best only because it came out in '97. He passed away in '96, right? Or '97. Uh, '97. Yeah. '97. So we're the album came out years, like two weeks later. And you've heard. 10 of those songs once a year since '97, bruh, easily,
1: dude. Like, dude it, I'm it, looking it, at it this, it hasn't died off. I'm looking at this, so it's 24 tracks, about 22 songs. Another You is the only song missing, you and an only uh, Another You is the only two songs that I don't listen to. Fact like everything else I listen to, like. I don't even know if we can do a hip-hop revisit because this shit is even better now than it was then to me. That's what I'm saying. It's like, like That's how good that album is.
0: It has not died off. It has not lost steam. It's been... It was loved then when it came out. And it, it, it's just kept the... Now, some of that could be on the on the legacy and the, and the pioneerism of Biggie, you know, yeah. and, and what he means to hip-hop. But it shows that... some I feel like certain albums and certain artists are the core of what we feel is hip-hop. Yes. And no matter what, where it deviates to, someone got inspiration from that core of artists or or, or songs. So it has to be in that core. Without a doubt, it's in the vault to like show the next three generations or ten generations what we did in the late 1900s and early 2000s.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? It's almost impossible not to talk about Tupac when you talk about Biggie and mm-hmm. vice versa. So it always comes to this: whose double disc was better? Obviously, Biggie's was better. Yes. And you know why it's better then and it's better now, because the Tupacs, it's great still, but it's it's dated. Yeah. This album isn't dated. Yeah, this there's like uh obviously references in the songs where niggas just talking about uh freaking uh cell phones and like things cell phones can do or you at the hundred seats watching Tyson or whatever mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like references to people right and things that went on in that time but the music doesn't sound dated right the the feeling doesn't sound dated. Yeah, it's dated as a sense of what songs are sampled because people don't sample Diana Ross anymore right. like you did in the uh, 90s and right. stuff like that. you know. But the samples are still fired. The lyrics are just crazy. And then one of the biggest things about B.I.G. that made him so great, he he's lyrical, but he's not lyrical in the way of a Method Man or a Red Man. He really says... A B C D E yeah. F G type of raps, but they sound the, better than the your A B C D raps. Yeah. the way
0: the way the the way the story is 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 presented from Biggie, I've always been like that's my favorite part of like it wasn't necessarily like he was saying like discombobulated and rhyming it with something else that yeah, made it sound amazing. No yeah, it was just it was just really on some like you felt like you was getting up in the like, you could you could just close your eyes and visually be there. And no matter what he was talking about, like that's
1: what like the, the storytelling part of Biggie was my favorite, man. Today's agenda got the suitcase up in the centra. Mm. Like I just, you just see it, you yeah, just see it, exactly. You just see it, man. And how many I, times
0: I, you turn on <laughs> Skies the Limit and just feel good? Like that's my one of the songs that just
1: no matter. My orange box cutter make the world go round. Plus <laughs> some fucking bitches in my homegirls now. Like yeah. yo, he painted so vividly, yeah. dude. It's yeah. just, it's a work of art, man. And people that. You know what I'm saying? Don't like today's hip hop or whatever. Like the little Zans mm-hmm. who said uh, Tupac had boring mu- music. Fuck you. But like people that love hip hop have to have this in their rotation, bro. Yeah, man. Because this album is just just greatness, dog. I mean, I probably gave it a eight in. It's an A plus, dude. It's only two songs that I don't listen to. Yeah. And and one of those is missing you, which is a good song. Which right. I think won a Grammy. You know what <laughs> right. I'm saying? So literally, it's one song. I'm not listening to "Long Kiss Goodnight" that much. Oh, that, that's my shit.
0: That's the, probably the one for me. But it ain't nothing wrong with it. I just I just don't get to it. I get once you get through, once you get to that point of the album,
1: it and you know what? <laughs> it, it gets it gets dark. I guess the word would be. Mm. Well, they pray for my downfall. Long Kiss Goodnight. You know, nobody till somebody kills you. Like, those songs are very dark. Yeah. Like, because if you look at the album, you know, you know, B I G for mainstream wise mm-hmm. for the Kooji sweater, mm-hmm. being a ladies' dude or whatever, but this album is grimy as hell. Yeah. Like, if you ever really listen to the lyrics of Hypnotize, take away the, the funness of the beat, mm-hmm. the girls in the video. Them driving backwards in the uh drop top bands. Listen to the lyrics of that song. He's talking extra grind, dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got your daughter tied up in a Brooklyn basement. Face it, not guilty. That's, That's how we say filthy. Right. Like Richie and Richie, <laughs> tell these niggas come and get me. Yo, he's not talking all happy go lucky. <laughs> right. Like I always listen to that song and Nelly Country Grammar in the same tone. Mm-hmm. On Nelly Country Grammar, He's talking about killing niggas. <laughs> street sweeper. He's not talking about right. the machine that street sweeps the street at night. Yo, he's talking about that gat life, yeah. bro. Yeah. On a da 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 type of beat. But that's how hip hop was built. That's how songs like that are able to sneak onto the mainstream scene mm-hmm. with those melodies and that catchy hook, yeah. that catchy tune. But lyrically, you do what you want, B.I.G. And that's the that's the master of Puff. Like, yeah. yo, do you. But you're going to rap over this beat. Exactly. And this hook. Keep doing And we're going to make you, a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, Triple beam, Lyrical Dreams. I'll be that. <laughs> this dude is a monster, man. What's your favorite B.I.G. song? <sighs> tough, tough calls, tough. I know.
0: That's tough.
1: I would have
0: <laughs> man. Yeah. to pick one. Off this album or just period? Off this album? Yeah. Let's just say this album. Yeah, let's go to this album. Because that's going to be really hard already, but... Uh, I, I want to say 10 crack commandments, but there's so many more. Like, more money, more problems, and fucking you tonight. And, ugh. I'm going to, to have to go. I'm going to
1: have to go with
0: fucking you tonight, man.
1: That's me. It's always I'm a trying. toss up, man. And I always end up swinging back to sky's the limit, man. That
0: is. That's one of them, too.
1: Like, it's just, it's a feeling when you listen to that song and the story. And it's like a song you can listen to in the morning on your way to work to get your mind right. Look, look, man, I can get through this day. Sky's the limit. Mm -hmm. This man made his dreams come true. But when I'm feeling grimy, man, you're nobody till somebody kills you, dog. (laughs) Yikes. Like Like, the bars on that, man, is like something unmatched dude yeah. it's, it's just it's, just a, it's, a, it's a great man. album yeah. man
0: to, to to be this in love with it 21 years later man it's just uh that has to That has to have some value That has Ooh, to have some
1: value kicking the door yeah mm. where well, mm. how does how shit come oh man rapper skit i forgot about that you you <laughs> man <laughs> Man, this was such an easy lesson, man. Easy, such easy, an easy buddy. lesson. Have you watched the uh unsolved murders of we, Tupac and we Biggie? We watched the
0: first episode. Did we finish that? We about No, we, haven't finished first, we have finished we we had to finish the first episode. We haven't finished it yet.
1: Yeah, we watched. It's it's cool. It's not whack. Yeah. It's cool. Straight. But it's kind of like I I referenced the Tupac and Biggie thing to O.J. Okay. Cuz I know people that watch everything OJ related. Mm-hmm. Like they watch every documentary, read every book. I watch everything or any information I can get about the Biggie and Tupac thing. Yeah, I watch it because it's just you can't. I came up in that time. I remember so much from it, and it's just a space and time. And it's very unfortunate that we lost them. Mm-hmm. But you know, thing about Tupac. The biggest difference between Tupac and Biggie to me, outside of them rap-wise, is we only got two real albums from Biggie. Right. We got a million and one albums from Tupac. Yeah. Before Andy. <laughs> you know, I think we got what, two more from Biggie after he died, Born Again. Mm-hmm. And then the Biggie Duets. So we got four albums from Big, but I think I'm, I think they actually dropped more. Tupac albums after he died Didn't when he was alive That's a possibility Like yo So that speaks to The amount of work Tupac put in When he was in the studio And it wasn't like How Biggs was Where You know The Biggie duets Are just like Verses from songs right. That he previously did Like every like, time Tupac come out With a new album It's all new songs exactly. All new lyrics It's like Dude, did you ever stop recording? And you
0: have to even remember how much he was just living, too. Yeah.
1: Like, like he lived.
0: So you would think, like, 25, bro. He's only 25 years old yeah. and put in that work. And was putting in work. He got a, he obviously has a life, a, life, a, life, a life worth of work to yeah. be able to be still talked about the way he is and portrayed and respected and loved and missed and all that. So two of the best, man. It's the, it's the Jordan LeBron debate of hip-hop.
1: Yeah, man, I love it, man. I love this hip hop culture. I love that album. It's even better now than it was twenty one years ago when it yeah. dropped. If you haven't listened to it in a long time. Definitely go check that out. Check that out. And you will be you will if you're working out at the gym listening to it, you'll probably just say, you know what, fuck, I'm about to just sit here and listen to this shit. Cause I mean, like, that's one of the last hey, yo. Are you to
0: me, <clears throat> I just wanna get you in the mind get you in the mind state. Man, listen. Get you in the mind state. It's, it's, it's go check it out That's all I know. Hey, man. The AO is all you need A-O <laughs>
1: That's how you get Man it's super dope man That's another one in the books man 96 pods Woo! Let me hold on Before we go He had Tupac while it was alive Tupacalypse now Strictly for my niggas Me against the world All eyes on me uh, Don Columinati My favorite Tupac album by the way So yeah one, two, three, four, five, And then While he was gone are you still down until the end of time? Better days? Damn. Little to the game. Pox Life. one, two, three, four, six.
0: three, four. Six. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> 25 years old and had
1: multiple. Multiple. <laughs> A lot of work out there, man. Not to mention the uh, Thug Life album, which was super dope. I did his thing, yeah, man. Stay ready, you don't gotta get ready. Ah, facto, facto. You can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. 96, right? 96. Wow. Shouts out to DeMarco. Shout out to Izzy Gym City Pod. Always holding us down. Yeah, yeah. We'll be back Peace. next week. Peace.